0: HD
1: Smartcast. You are listening to a live mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. A few months back, 81 bondholders of Yes Bank saw their entire savings wiped out. They went to court against Yes Bank and the Reserve Bank of India, the regulator. But they were in for a shock when the regulator pushed back at them saying, Higher return does come with higher risk, not the RBI's fault. This is a double shock for the savers and investors because COVID has reduced incomes and now their saving spot is also gone. So is the RBI right or wrong? This is a special series of Money with Monica in which I'm decoding policy events and trends as they happen around the corona crisis. A few months back the 81 bondholders of Yes Bank realized that the fixed deposits they had been sold with a slightly higher return was wiped out. This was not a fixed deposit this was a highly risky product called an 81 bond which when when Yes Bank went into distress got wiped out. Some of the bondholders bought Corporate and individual went to court against Yes Bank, and also some of them went to court against the regulator, the Reserve Bank of India, saying that there has been this has this has not been right. The both the bank and RBI were at fault. The RBI pushed back very hard and said that when times were good and you enjoyed the higher return, you had no complaint, and now when the risk has come home, you are coming crying to us. It is there in the contract that if the bank goes into distress, these bonds get wiped out. So, you know, read the contract, you have the ability to do that. So is the RBI right or wrong? I mean, we had thought that RBI is a protector of investors. It should look after investor interest. And here the RBI is saying, well, you know, your money, your risk, look after it. According to me, I think RBI is both right and wrong. And we need to unpack this a little bit. RBI is right when it tells the ultra high net worth investors and the corporate investors that you have the wherewithal to look at the contracts to make a considered decision and when you have gone after the higher return being offered by these bonds, you knew what you were getting into. You should have read the contract and now that the risk has come home, please don't make it a market failure or a mis-selling problem because it is not. You are completely responsible. So far, so good. But... RBI has not addressed the question of individuals, of retail investors, of a retired school teacher, 65 years old, who trusted his bank manager and was sold these as a fixed deposit with a slightly higher return. This is a pure mis-selling problem. And we know that banks, bank officers, are have been mis-selling third-party financial products for years. And the 81 bond issue was just another example of that. RBI needs to differentiate between individuals and high net worth and corporates when it looks at consumer protection. For an average household, I think RBI must understand that they don't have a battery of lawyers, they don't have a high degree in math, finance, legalese to look through all the documents which a person is supposed to sign and read before they take a financial product. Most retail investors are trusting still their bank managers and going into these products, believing what they said. RBI clearly needs to think about road rules for retail investors differently as compared to road rules for institutions. RBI needs to do two things for better consumer protection on the ground for retail investors. Yeah. regulators need to remember that financial products are invisible. They are created in the minds of investors when the person selling describes it. So it's in the description that the product is created and the person describing will talk up the selling points and talk down the risk points or the cost points. That is the role of regulators that they ensure that the person describing the product gives a fair evaluation of the product this has been the greatest failure of rbi to understand the simple point that disclosures need not come in 20 pages in legalese talking about as in the case of uh, yes 81 bonds in some corner these bonds could be extinguished who understands the word extinguished so clearly there is need for more commonsensical practical disclosure sets on the ground, so that people buying these products are alerted to what they are buying. So two things: one is, can we not color code these products when you're when you're being sold a product through a banking channel? Why is it that that document cannot have this product is red coded or green coded or orange coded? An 81 bond is clearly a red coded product because there is no certainty of uh, interest payments and your principal is at risk. A bank deposit, on the other hand, in a scheduled commercial bank is a green-coded product because there's a very high degree of certainty of return of principal and your interest payments. So think about color coding. Second, why can we not have a food label kind of disclosure set? You don't want to read through 20 pages of legalese. So why why can the risks not be set out in simple English so that an average person who can handle a mobile phone can understand that. What prevents the RBI from putting in place rules which say, for in a product like an 81 bond, there's a line in on, on one page, there are four or five things which investors need to know and one of them is your entire money is at risk if the bank goes into distress. How difficult is that to do on the ground? For the investors, till this happens, till the regulator wakes up and understands that its responsibility is not just preventing banks from going bust and protecting depositors. But responsibility of the RBI is also to protect investors through the banking channel from preventing them from being missold, toxic products, unsuitable products. And RBI has been a colossal failure on this. For you investors, what you need to do is understand that the person on, on behind the counter in the bank does not have your interests at heart is trying to maximize his uh, target, is trying to earn that extra bonus commission, which he's being forced to do through the management who has set out these incentive schemes. So it's easy for us to blame the person behind the counter, but I think we should really look at the management, the board of directors, the bank chairman, the CEOs who sign off on these incentives and put them in place. But on the ground, the truth is that your money is at risk. So if they are selling you something other than a fixed deposit, then ask them to write down what they have said. Write down what you understand of the product and get the person behind the counter to sign, put the stamp of the bank to say that this is what I have understood, this is the product. You should do that because it is a difficult time and you don't want your money at this stage to really get frittered away because somebody is making his quarterly bonus that's all I have today for you. Do tune in again and keep writing in to me at mint.com. At Till the next time, stay healthy and stay wealthy. This was a Live Mint
0: production brought to you by HD Smartcast.
1: HD Smartcast.